Hi, and welcome to Understanding the Law Radio. We'll be counting down six of the best special guest episodes of UTL Radio. We've had so many inspiring entrepreneurs, successful celebrities, and brilliant businessmen and women on the show. And in order to get ready for the upcoming Season 8, we'll be featuring the best of the best. Well, welcome, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding Business. This is utlradio.com your business success and legal information station, and this is episode 182. Now, on today's show, I'm going to be speaking with Rich Gasperi, and I'm really excited. Rich Gasperi is a legend in the bodybuilding world. He has so many uh, championship accolades that would take half the show just to get through all of them. And uh, in addition to being a former top pro bodybuilder, a Hall of Famer in the IFBB Hall of Fame, He's also the founder of Gasperi Nutrition, which is one of the world's leading supplement companies. And we are going to be talking to him today about his journey from competitive bodybuilder into uh, entrepreneur and business owner. And we're going to talk to him about what lessons he's learned, what skills he's been able to translate from bodybuilding into business, and what, what we can learn from him on our own journey as entrepreneurs and business owners. Now, Rich is a, a great guy. I remember years ago meeting him when I was dabbling in bodybuilding. Uh, this has to be in the late 80s. I had met him at a gym, and uh, he was kind enough to sign a, a picture for me. Just a really great guy and known for his tenacity and hard work. How you doing, Rich? It's Peter Lamont. Nice to uh, to speak to you. I thought um, that uh, maybe we had some technical issues, so I'm glad to have you on. I may not have too long of a, a time on this because I have a conflict, so I don't know how long we're going to be able to speak. Okay. All right. Well, I've been talking about you and your career, and uh, what I'd like to just get to, if you could speak for a few minutes about um, the commitment and the skills that you have sort of built up as a, a pro bodybuilder, and how those skills translated into your transition to an entrepreneur and, and a successful business owner. And, you know, some of those skills I was talking about are things like being aware of your competition the same way that you would in a bodybuilding competition, but not being fixated on them, focusing on what you can do better. So could you talk for a few minutes about some of those skills that translated from bodybuilding over to entrepreneurship? Well, you know, as a competitive bodybuilder, you know, when I was going up against uh, Lee Haney, my competition, you know, he was a totally different physique. You know, it was basically comparing apples to oranges. You know, he was the type of guy with, a, you know, very small waist and, you know, very wide uh, structure, you know, in the shoulder, taller than me. Uh, so he had a much different type of body where I was more of a, you know, of a Herculean physique. Um, you know, I, I could build my legs much better than his. Um, I could get much denser, much harder than him. So for me, the best way is like looking or assessing my competition is not to try to beat him because he was much bigger than me, but to beat him at what I could be the best of my attributes. So what I did basically was you know, get in the most, you know, uh, conditioned uh, shape than any bodybuilder could ever get in. You know, I was the first bodybuilder to introduce, you know, striated glutes. Before that, no bodybuilder would ever show off their, you know, their glute right. muscles because that was, you know, that was covered up and 
you know, that is a muscle. So I was able to first time to be able to, to do that, and then it shocked the bodybuilding world to where now any top bodybuilder who's in condition, he has to show that he has striated glutes. So that was what I did. I assessed my competition and basically said, well, what are my strong attributes to be able to beat, you know, his? And, you know, and that's what I would basically do. Same thing in business, you know, when, you know, I compete with other companies, I looked at what was the best, you know, attributes that I had with, you know, disparing nutrition, whether, you know, for me, it was having me as the person in charge of the company, you know, me as the, you know, the, the founder and the former bodybuilder who started a company that knew what, you know, other bodybuilders wanted to use and take. So I basically, you know, looked at that as my strength and, you know, and pushed that to, the, to my, you know, audience and customers to say like, you know, I know what you guys, you know, need and want because I, you know, I was there, you know, and I looked at certain ingredients or products that I wanted to take. Um, to compete with, you know, a faceless entity, you know, I'm a per, you know, I'm a person that you can, you can talk to and, you know, see me at shows. And, you know, so I built up um, a personal rapport with my customers, which then, you know, made customers more feel comfortable in, you know, in trusting me with the products I developed. So I kind of used that to my benefit from, you know, being this, you know, businessman with my product line. And then, you know, taking what I've learned from bodybuilding to business. Right. Now, your company has been around since 2001, I believe, is when it started. And, you know, actually, there's 19, other... Actually, 1998. <laughs> 98. There's yeah, other companies started. out there, you know, by former pro bodybuilders, like Lee Labrada has a company. What do you think set Gasperi Nutrition apart? Because Gasperi Nutrition has some of the best products, the most quality, high quality products. What what sets you apart from somebody like Lee Labrada? Well, I mean I, I I give kudos to Lee Labrada. You know, Lee Labrada was the first pro bodybuilder to start a company and, you know, he he actually inspired me because, you know, he, he actually was a couple years before me with uh Lean Body and, you know, Labrada Nutrition and I saw what he could do with that and, you know, I was more interested in making more, I mean, he was more into protein bars and protein shakes. And I went a little bit more into making, you know, more innovative products, you know, for my pre-workouts to uh, the aminos and fat burners and, um, you know, intra-workouts. I, I worked a little bit more into looking at what, you know, certain athletes were looking for. So I, I kind of went a little bit more into coming up with different types of products than what he did. He came up with a lot of stuff that, you know, were, you know, like I said, protein-based and bar-based, but I, I went a little further into it. And I also did a lot more uh, traveling uh, than, say, he would have done, you know, going out to the public, meeting with customers. I've been all over the world. I've been, in, you know, anywhere from Africa to South America to Asia to Australia, New Zealand, all parts of the U.S., Canada, you know, and I've met customers, and I have, you know, I have um, a good, you know, rapport with all customers that I that I know personally, and that makes a big difference. But you know, I give kudos to Lee because he's the one who opened the door doors for you know us former bodybuilders to you know start a company, and he you know he was successful, and then I you know jumped on that, and like I said, took the football and just ran even further. Right. Right. Now, you know, what's interesting, you know, you talk about going out and actually meeting with your potential customers and 
you know, how important is that? You were doing that at a, at a time period when social media was really non-existent. Now, now you've got social media. Do you use social media in the same way that you, you do when you actually go out and, and meet one-on-one -on -one with people? Do you communicate with your customers that same way through social media? Um, very much so. I mean, everywhere from Twitter to Instagram to Facebook, I talk to my customers, whether it's through showing exercise videos or explaining my products. Uh, social media has opened the doors to be able to talk to more people than what I was able to do just, you know, personally one-on-one. -on -one. So, yes, social media has changed the uh, the scope of who you can meet and who you can talk to and how you can identify with your customer and how you can, you know, have that relationship with your customer. So, yes, very much so social media has opened the doors and it's opened the doors for many other, you know, um, people that have, you know, started companies and using social media as a vehicle, you know, and growing their, their customers in that, you know, customer relationship. Right. Now, I think what's important, though, and, and what I've seen through your use of social media is that you interact and engage with people. You are educating them, but you're also listening to the things that your clients, your customers are saying. And, you know, you're using social media in a way to actually interact, not just try to push your product. You're actually listening and talking with the people that like you and Gasparri Nutrition. Um, very much so. I mean, I don't want to just go on social media to, you know, be, you know, an advertisement guy just to sit there and, you know, talk about my products. And although, you know, that's what I do and that's, you know, that's what I sell, I think, you know, it's more important to build up a rapport with, you know, people that you're talking to even in social media that, you know, they build a trust and that, you know, I want to help them reach their goals. And it's not just trying to sell my products, but, you know, how they can train properly or what they can do to eat or what, you know, things they can do to, you know, improve upon themselves. So that's very much so, you know, I use social media, but it's not just sitting there touting and pushing, you know, desire right. nutrition products. Although I, I do that and, you know, say, hey, check this out or check out this product or do this or do that. But, I mean, we, we, we try to talk more with these people. A lot of times I show them, you know, here's my exercise. Here's my workout of the day. This is what I'm doing. Hey, here's an exercise that, you know, that you may want to try or, you know, things like that. Right. Now, you know, one thing that's important in the bodybuilding world, especially when you're in competition, you know, you'll go into a show and you'll think that you did a great job preparing and, you know, you get up there and the judges didn't like something about your physique. And successful bodybuilders like yourself, you'd go back and you would work on that lagging body part or you'd work on your posing and then come back the next year with something, you know, new and reinvented. How important is that same philosophy in business, you know, where you've got to assess yourself and then make changes and fix what you're doing? How important is that? Well, it's very important. You have to, uh, you know, like in sports nutrition, it's constantly evolving. And, you know, the whole social media has changed uh, what is happening, you know, in sports nutrition. And, you know, uh, you know, there's a new generation of people every year. So you got to try to, identify with them and how, you know, to be able to touch those people. So, you know, myself, I've been doing this, like I said, since 1998. So every year, you know, Joe Weider used to say every year, there's a new bodybuilder coming up, a new aspiring bodybuilder that doesn't know anything about, you know, bodybuilding or, or yourself. So you have to sit there and, you know, teach that person and, 
you know, go on and, you know, let them, you know, have a relationship with you. So you have to constantly evolve, you know, in, in what you're right. doing in business. And Joe Weider was a really good businessman himself and a great mentor to a lot of pro bodybuilders. Um, he was, I think, way ahead of his time with what he was doing, not just with the sport, but with understanding how to take something that once was a fringe sport and bring it into mainstream society. Exactly. I mean, I I, uh, I got very close to Joe Weider, and it's it's just a shame that everybody, all the new bodybuilders today don't even know who Joe Weider is. And, you know, when I was a kid, I, the first thing I did is, you know, I looked in the back of a comic book and saw, you know, Joe Weider there with his arms crossed saying, you, you could have a, you know, muscular build too. And, you know, he got those young, aspiring, you know, kids like myself to start training and get into bodybuilding. Um, I got to meet him personally, you know, when I did compete as a bodybuilder and, and I kept in touch with him after I stopped competing. And he was still a mentor to me in what I did, you know, even in business. It's like I, I went to visit him one time and, you know, after I started Gasparing, I thought, you know, he's been old, he's an old guy. And, you know, if he, he's still paying attention. I, you know, I said, Joe, you know, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. He goes, I know exactly what you're doing and I'm very proud of you. And, you know, it's great to see you, you know, transition from bodybuilding and is still making a mark. And he goes, you know, he goes, I made my mark and it's now your turn to take the torch. I mean, he, he had ways of saying things to really motivate you and make you feel like, wow, this guy really believes in me. You know, even as a bodybuilder, right. he believed in me. And, and when he, when he say these things to me, it really touched me to show like, you know what, I'm going to show Joe that I am, I am the guy that's going to take that torch and go further, you know, with it. And, uh, he, you know, he was just a very special person, and I, I was one of the few out of five people to speak at his memorial, and I felt very special at that because he actually, before you know, he passed on, to say, I want certain people to speak for me, and and the names that were there were, uh, well, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Ferrigno, Franco Combo, Frank Zane, and myself, and I felt very touched by that because those were from another era, and then he had myself yeah. speak. Um, as well, and then the rest were all businessmen and people that worked for the magazine. So I was pretty. Oh, and then also Corey Everson who spoke. But I was very touched that you know that I was already in Europe, in Germany at a trade show, and they asked me to speak at his memorial. And I I got on a plane and I you know I I went there because I felt he he made the wave. You know, people say that he rode the wave, but he made the wave of what bodybuilding is. And if it wasn't for Joe Weider, there wouldn't be bodybuilding, there wouldn't be sports nutrition, there wouldn't be all these different things that have evolved the gym, you know, gyms and all that. He's done so much for the sport, you know, of bodybuilding. Yeah. And, and you know, what, what's nice about that, that story is the fact that, you know, he gave information and help to people like yourself. He wasn't one of these guys that just kept everything you know, tied up in any, you don't know the secrets. I'm not going to tell you, you just do what I say. He was very giving. And I think that's important in today's business world to, to be willing to help, whether you're, you know, trying to help a younger bodybuilder or help somebody that's an entrepreneur coming up to give some information to them and try to help them. It's, you know, paying it forward. Well, he, he took, he took a, a liking to me because when I, you know, had a contract with Joe Weider, he asked me, you know, would you like to get paid monthly? you know, a certain amount of money, you know, that they were going to give me for contract or would you, you know, you know, what would you like, you know? And I said, you know what? I want ads in your magazine because you want ads in my magazine. I go, yeah, because I have to pay for those. 
give me those ads because then I could do my mail order business, which I had, you know, booklets that I was selling, videos, clothing. Right. And the amount of money that I made with those ads in his magazine were four times more than he was going to pay me. So he looked at me and he said, you know what? I'm really proud of you because you're one of the few bodybuilders that don't just sit there with your hand out. You got you went there and you said, let me have those ads instead. And that's where he came. You know, he had a liking to me to see that, you know, I had that entrepreneurial, you know, um, view of like not just feeling entitled to. And this is what other bodybuilders have to learn. It's like, you know, just you have to work for building who you are. It's not just sitting there, you know, and you can be the greatest bodybuilder and, you know, demand a certain amount of money, but, you know, you got to build yourself up and, and work for that. And I felt like, you know, I could do more by getting that ad than getting those, you know, $3,000 he was going to pay me. So he, he was like, you know, you're, you're a much smarter guy than I thought. And this was, this was me when I was in my 20s. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know. We just had a little bit of a breakup. Okay. Um, what I was saying is I know you've got a conflict, and I don't want to keep you on much longer. Uh, I just want to ask you one question. If you had one piece of advice for entrepreneurs today, people that are starting their own company or they have this desire to start it, but they haven't done it yet, what would be your number one piece of information that you've learned as an entrepreneur over the years? Well, you you can't you can't give up. Um, you have to plan. You know, you, you, if you don't plan, you'll fail. Um, you know, you have to come up with a vision, and then you have to plan what you want to do with that vision, and then you have to execute. And then you just and then a lot of times when you're executing something. It may not work, and you have to know when to let that certain thing that you want to do or certain, you know, product that I wanted to sell, if it wasn't going to work, go to the next one. And it's time to, like, not just waste your time on that specific thing that you thought was going to make it. you got to, like, read the demand of the audience, and that was something I was able to do in finding, you know, and listen to, um, listen to your audience and what they want. They're the ones who always know you know, what, what they want. And a lot of times people, entrepreneurs don't listen. They just start something and they think it's a good idea because they think it's a good idea, but they don't listen to their audience. You have to listen. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely, I think, imperative. And I think that, you know, you have done that over the years with the different products that you've produced and, you know, the company itself has, has always done, I think, an excellent, Broke up again. Hello. Here with Inspire Nutrition. We we had a we had a disconnect. Oh. I know you have a lot of big things coming up this year. You have a new website coming out for Inspire Nutrition. Yes. We have a new a new a new website coming up. It's going to be interactive. It's going to be interactive with our customers, uh, with our athletes. Um, you know, we're going to have a, a lot of stuff going on with information, uh, videos. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's not going to be a site, just sit there and, you know, look at products or a catalog. It's going to be much more. It's going to be a learning tool by going on our site. All right. Well, that's great. And we're looking forward to that. Rich, if people want to contact you and learn more about you, what's the best way to get in, in touch with you? Listen, you can contact me on Twitter, you know, on, you know, 
Facebook. It's Rich Gasparri, you know, Rich Gasparri fan, you know, fan page. Uh, Rich Gasparri, you know, on Instagram. Rich Gasparri on Twitter. Um, you know, you can just contact me that way. Um, you know, our our site will go up, and it's going to be GasparriNutrition.com. Uh, this actually this month is September, so look out for it. But like I said, you can find me on social media. All right, we will do, and I'll post links to your uh, social media and Spare Nutrition on our show notes. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're you're a busy guy, and I appreciate you calling in and talking to to our audience. So I wish you continued success, and I want to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, bye bye, Rich. Bye. bye. Once again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Understanding the Law Radio. And I want to remind you that our brand new season, filled with exciting guests, is starting on September 8th. Make sure that you tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for more episodes of UTL Radio. I'll see you next time.